1: Dante West, my boy, he pulled up, huh? I ain't gonna lie, that man came up with the real-life Meek Mill prison reform tactics, bruh. I feel like you keep saying Meek Mill, but Meek and him aren't on the same tactics. they not. I'm just saying, like, they got a, the same agenda. They pushing a good agenda is what I'm saying.
0: No, they are, and I ain't gonna lie, Dante came through and educated us on his testimony. It was fucking amazing to hear it, bro, what he's been through in life, and to see him still smiling, white teeth shining. Rex. You feel me? Like, Rex. it's great to see, bro, 209 link up, we in
1: L.A. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. This one was great, for real. Real. Sit back and relax and enjoy the show, y'all. My man.
0: Hey, we gotta start with a cheers, bro. Cheers. What yeah. episode? We all on the same time? shit. That's what's what, lit what about it. Cheers. cheers. We all on the same cheers. exact cheers.
2: shit. Man. Nate Diaz at? <laughs> hey, hey. Come on.
0: hey. Come on real slow. <laughs> and Nate. No cap. No let's, cap. Let's fix the mic so you can get it right in front of me. It's, it's uh, the circles on top. You have to speak right in there. Yes, sir.
2: Let's go, Let's man. Go. Let's fucking Ooh, get it. That's rock good too. It is not bad. Shout out not Diddy. I Shout out like Diddy. It. Shout out Corey Jacobs, man. That guy's a legend. You know what I mean? So, who is Corey Jacobs? Corey Jacobs, man, is a guy that you know got off on a life sentence. Now he's free. I, he's pretty much was Diddy's best friend. Now he's senior advisor. You know, senior advisor for the Com Enterprise, man. So great dude, humble dude. Every time I see him. You know, he got that Winnergy. You know, shout out to Winnergy, man,
0: because he, he, he turned that shit up, for real. Oh, bro, I ain't gonna, that's, <laughs> that's going to be it. fun as fuck, bro. Dante that's has it. been doing public speaking. He's I been mean, hopping on camera, doing a lot of shit, bro. And, like, I, I already
1: know the ism's coming. Man, no, it's just good. It.
2: Just getting out there, shedding the word, man, and getting these people. I mean, these stories are incredible.
1: How does it feel being a walking testimony?
2: Oh, man, God is good. It's a blessing. You know, it's real. Uh, I was sitting in prison on my bunk, man. I seen a bird fly on my on my window, man. And I was like, man, God, if that's you, I'm going to go home, man. there you go, You landed on the windowsill, and I was like, man, I'm a believer, let's get to work, you know, you gotta go get what you pray for, you wow. feel me?
0: Wow, wow, yeah. not for real. For the ones that don't know, I said we gotta just start off the episode by saying mm-hmm. this, this damn near the voice of the streets right now, you know what I'm saying? You're <laughs> damn near the voice of the streets, Dante West is in the motherfucking building, let's say a little, little
1: round of applause,
0: right, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know the vibes, y'all know the vibes. Oh, if you got yeah. a drink,
1: go ahead and sip it, if you got something to spark, go in and spark, because we finna get into up. this shit right yeah, there.
0: Right there, baby. Yo, yeah, so let's take it back, D. Like, well, let's take it back to the upbringing where you came from, where, 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 where before all of this started happening. You
2: know what I'm saying? Nah, literally, man. Just grew up in Stockton, California, raised by a wonderful woman named Sandra Mirabal, uh, my grandmother. Uh, never really knew my moms, you know, and uh, never met my pops. But just growing through Stockton, man. Grew up on the south side, you know. Grew up on the north side. Grew up all over the city, uh, and just, you know, having two younger brothers, man, eight, nine years old at the time when I had gotten in trouble. And raising those guys, man, was just a blessing, man. My mom wasn't doing too well, but, you know, when they was born, she had dropped them off to my grandmother. My grandmother was kind of sick, so uh, just by, you know, in the midst of going to high school, you know, 16, 17, you know, we taking care of these two young boys. um, I'm taking care of these grandma. Kind of got put in the fast lane quick, Mm -hmm. you know, and realizing, man, we really ain't got no money growing up on welfare, section A, living in these different neighborhoods. Y'all know how Stockton is, Mm -hmm. man. You, You grow up in these certain neighborhoods, and, you know, your role models is drug dealers, you know, with the nice cars and the women, man. You see everything. You go. You don't see no doctors, no lawyers, no, um, you know, if you, ain't, if you ain't going to the NFL, man, you're you in the streets, man. Mm-hmm. So um, diving in the streets at a young age, man, and, and kind of being successful at it, but then balancing, you know, going to school and, and taking care of two little boys.
1: I got to say that's for that, that taking what care of did. two little boys, that's really the most highlightable moment that I feel like as a man, you know what I'm saying, needs to be uh, highlighted. What is that for you, like, growing up, being a young adult, young child, and having to take care of two other ones, you know what I'm saying, especially with your grandmother? Like, what was that responsibility like for you, Uh, and how did you deal with that even when times did get tough?
2: No, just times got tough. I just, you know, kept faith, and I just felt like I was a man, you know, at a young age. So I was like, man, you know, what could I do? You know, how can I play my part in the household? How can I pay a bill? You know, I start off like, you know, we get all these bills in the mail. I used to run and go check the mail. Didn't have nothing to do. Um. And we see these bills come in and I'm like, man, let me pick one of these bills. I don't see if I can hustle and go paying whether it be a water bill, whatever a PGE bill, and then from that you know, from that, you know, you're paying all the bills, man, and then uh you just kinda get addicted to the hustle back then though, mm-hmm. but just kinda keep a straight and narrow path on just kinda making your grandmother proud and, you know, going to school and doing the right thing, even though, you know, Jonah no, I went to school with Jonah, so it's just like, you know, being in the streets just a little bit, but just trying to find that hope of like, man, we're gonna make it to college. Right. But you know, I was thinking in my head, like You know, I ain't got really no chance to go to college because if I go to college, who's going to take care of this household right here? So, you know, you got to kind of pick and choose your struggles and and what you're going to live for.
1: No, that's real. That's real shit. That's real. Me, personally, I just try and give a little bit of a comparison, but, like, I got two uh, brothers sister, a younger brother and a younger sister, And uh, I was actively, you know what I'm saying? I was in their lives, too. When I was in high school and they were younger than me, I was trying to make sure that they was good. I wasn't financially taking care of my household, but, like, when it came down to, like, responsibilities, it was the same thing. But that pressure is what I'm trying to say for you is, like, dealing with that and still, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, like, paying the bills, bro. Like, your responsibility as a child should only be.
0: To go to school to go you know what i'm saying hang out uh-huh. with the friends and come you know what i mean like yeah. go to sports you know and i
1: still hear you now as you speak like right now to this day you still you want those responsibilities in my opinion now you know what i'm here, saying the way, yeah. yeah
2: yeah no you you want those responsibilities man because those responsibilities kind of make you wake up and go get it the next day mm. you know what i mean when you're living for yourself man it's one thing but when you're living for other people it's another you know so it makes you really even go that much more harder yeah you know, and and I think that's a testimony on how I'm free, you know what I mean? And just being home and, you know, uh, and and just being like, you're not even supposed to be here. It's like, what 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 can I do now, you know, up to the day? What's the most I can do? How successful I can be in this short period of time of being free,
0: mm-hmm. you know, because
2: I'm still supposed to be in a cage, man, and being reunited with my brothers. You know, recently I just seen them graduate high school. Yep. You know, my uh, older brother, uh, Richard Watkins, uh, Kamari, what I call him, and, you know, graduating Lincoln, walk, walking him across the stage, able to get him a car, and you look up—he's still in the Foster family. You know what I mean? So, you know, just seeing that and uh, let him, seeing him be successful and seeing him go out to the to real world is just exciting, man, and and, and great kid, man, straight A kid.
0: What are those conversations like with him now? Like being that you guys have both been through some shit, and you know, like I'm sure he saw you when you were trying to get it when he was a young age. So like being that he's seeing some type of success and seeing that hey, life is—you see the light at the end of the tunnel. So like, what are those conversations like with you and him now?
2: No, man, the conversations is good, man. Uh, both my brothers are so mature. You know, they was they was raised. They live with, with a wonderful woman named Pamela Black, which is, uh, you know, Stockton rapper e. B. K. j Bo's grandmother. Okay, you know oh, I mean? shout out. So yeah, shout out to him and free him and. uh it's just a blessing, man, they got, he, they, you know, with that being said, man, they got to see a lot of different things, you know, um, still able to be living in the culture, man, have that street smarts as well, but also, you know, able to stick to school and stick to sports, man, and stay in their own lane on, on how they're going to be good, man, they still got some grit to them, man, so uh, it's just a blessing, man, just to see them boys raised up well by uh, a wonderful household, you know, a wonderful woman that, you know, raised you know, fantastic family members already in Stockton, man, and just mm-hmm. to see him walk across that street uh, with straight A's tells a testimony to uh, a person like Pam, You know, definitely household. Yeah, Cause, so, I mean, is, you hear
0: the stories, it's statistics, and then, I mean, when you're in the system, it doesn't always go well. You mm-mm. know, there's very low uh, percentages for that.
2: Yeah, and just picking a foster family, you know, when I when I uh, before I even went to jail, you know, um, it was a, it was a host of people that one of my brothers, you know, um, households that kind of. Open the doors up for him, and I was just like, you know, you know, Pam was the right spot for him. So just to see them grow God. up and and, and be f- t- fantastic boys, you know, when I go to prison, because you know your worries, like, man, I'm in prison, you know, how will these kids turn out, man? These, right. They have no family now. Right. You know, I mean, when they look around, they know it's not blood, but you know, blood don't make you family. You know, people that are there for you in that case make you family. So, mm-hmm. you know, God is good. You have know, to see that happen.
1: Going through. Uh, yeah. Shout out, graduation, you know what I'm saying, little bro. But, like, how how are we going about the right footsteps to make sure they don't dip into what Big Brother did?
2: No, yeah, just, you know, I think, you know, what's good about them, they got their own personality. You know, they're very strong-minded, they're their own person. So, um, you know, what I'm doing now is just super great. You know, if you look at cannabis now, it's a central business. it, It isn't what it was a long time ago. Yeah, I got caught in a different state, but... Uh if they wanted to go in cannabis, you know, I encourage it. You know, whatever they want to do, I encourage it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh he filled out his college application. He wants to do theater, man, he wants to do some acting, man. So That's so know, dope, man. Yeah, that's, dope yeah. Man. that's, that's, so, that's, that's yeah. dope. yeah, LA's the spot, so you might try to sneak down here. So, you know, maybe I'll support him on that. Big yeah. night, man. <laughs> You know what yeah. I'm saying? gonna send him to Jonah house, yeah, house. Yeah, come yeah. fuck <laughs> with me. Yeah, come <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> with me. It's good. It's know, But we'll try, man, and uh my younger brother, he want to go play football, real real talented athlete, uh, working on him and trying to get him some scholarships out there. I think he got a chance to play at the next level. So just seeing them boys thrive, man, in the midst of adversity is
1: great. That's good. That's really good. Not going to lie.
0: Crazy. Can we take it back, though? So leading up to this case now or when that shit happened, how long ago is that now? Yeah,
2: no. The I mean, the case, you know, just to fast forward a little bit, you know, the case, you know, to kick it off was, you know, 2017. That's kind of when I got sentenced in ironically you know this is we're just talking about my little brothers but four years out of high school you went to jail yeah 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 straight. Yeah, just pretty get- much yeah yeah four years out of high school went to jail man i was 22 at the time when you know kind of when i went to jail and uh it's just it's just crazy you know crazy just seeing all that seeing all that stuff going on and uh you know what well, you know I was just talking about my brother's you know he got sentenced May 22nd of 2017 you know that was you know that was my youngest brother's birthday mm-hmm. you know what I mean so but just to take it back just all the way a little bit man just kind of going through Kansas you know I know John you know my co-defendant real well mm-hmm. and, you know we just kind of taking a trip down to Kansas man you just see these cops are just you know pretty much racist you know what I mean you kind of see like you go down here you go through Denver all the way into Kansas and you see these troopers, man, on this freeway, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just, like, following cars, looking at lights and play. It's kind of getting a feel for who's coming in their state, and, you know, they good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah, they Yeah, they is. You know, it's the Bible Belt, you know, and you look at a place like Missouri, they incarcerate people all the time,
0: mm.
2: you know, and, and just kind of going in there with two different cars, man, and... Uh, eventually, you know, going down the interstate and get pulled over.
0: But this—I mean, I don't want to dig too deep. But is uh, this multiple times you've already experienced this? Is one of your first times going out there type shit to Missouri? And...
2: you know, being from California, y'all know it too well. We from Stockton. We diverse. Facts. Yeah. We diverse. So, Facts. You know, it doesn't matter if you're Chinese, yellow, green, yellow.
1: You know what I mean? Right. I'm acceptance to all. We accept it to all. Mm-hmm. You know, we
2: we diverse when you go into a place like. You know Kansas or Missouri, right? You know they have some diver, but really no diver.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
2: And, and I'm not saying everybody races, but they pay attention to what people are like. Wow, who's these people? That's you know, now a stay mm-hmm. plates you know, like you know people, you know people do look at look at that. You know, if you look at the statistics, swag's a little yeah. different. Yeah, I mean the statistics show it though too. Yeah. It doesn't just me me speaking out of character. I mean the statistics show it when when you look at you know who people pull over. You know, um, and it's surprising to you know. uh to everybody around as well, you know, and just going through the interstate, going down there, uh, eventually getting pulled over for actually having dirt on our license plate.
1: Oh, my God. That was the reason why they pulled you over. Yeah, that was the reason they pulled us over. It was dirt on the license plate. It
2: wasn't like... And it was, in you know, in court, they were arguing like a decoy low car, right? Mm-hmm. And when you think of a decoy low car, you kind of think of like Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You think of Smokey and the Bandit, right? Yeah. So when... You know, when the police pulls us over and he he wipes the license plate off, right? And he tells us to go wipe his license plate off. He searched the car. He finds a little nug. Writes us a little ticket, and it was just like like a joint, you know what I mean, inside of a Swisher Mm wrapper, you know. And uh, you know, shout out my co defendant, he had took the ticket for that. And uh, the trooper said, "Hey, you know, go down to, you know, the Shell gas station to clean off your license plate." And I said, "Cool, you know, we'll go ahead and do that." Um, You know, I look up. You know, and you see the troopers in these plain suits. You know, in in Tahoe, like just staring at us right? at the Shell gas station, at the, but on the top of the freeway. So, like, you know, we're on we're on the Shell we're at the Shell gas station. When you look up, we're on on the top of the freeway. Just imagine, you know, a trooper just kind of staring down on you. Understood? Yeah. Understood? Yeah. Real crazy, man. So it, it just you know you seen them and you're like, man, what's going on? Man, he just pulled us over. He's still on us. You know. We're like, man, we ain't thinking too much of it. We didn't have nothing. We got, got the ticket. We just cleaned our license place. We had told the officer where we was going. Yep, yep. Uh, shot down by uh, K-State University and uh, was visiting my boy. Um, well, I thought it was my boy. And, uh, yeah, waved us in, you know, coming uh, by the university. Just like, hey, man, come stop and rest over here. You know, and uh, by that time, you know, uh, reeking on him people came through. And um, 20 minutes later, and. Uh, when they had came in, we had left out. And when we had left out, you know, me and my Cody, we was like, we was looking like, man, who's that behind the bush, man? You see this old guy behind the bush? We was just like, Mm. whatever, man, let's just go. You know, his water was off. He was going to take a shower. So let's just go to the Holiday Inn or something right here by the school. So we was like, man, we're going to walk up here to the Holiday Inn. And uh, we glanced back, man, and the guy jogged up to us, man. like, you're detained.
1: What? Crazy,
2: man, crazy, Mm. crazy. We were just like... It was mind boggling. Like we detained for what? Yeah, like, we just got pulled over, right? For dirt on our license plate. We was just detained, right? Nah,
1: so, yeah. nah. That's that. That's that. That's that. Uh, what is that, That midwestern tactic? Because you can't just get away with that shit in California. Motherfuckers ain't having that shit fly, bro. Is that,
0: is that where Missouri's at? In the Midwest? Yeah, this was in Kansas. Though.
2: In Kansas. Or, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah but this, but th- at this particular time, it was in Kansas. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: And yeah. Nah, that's that's
0: I couldn't I can nah, I even imagine
1: that shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm actually you know I could ask this. It's like, all right, nah, damn, I gotta get my story chapters right, but I wanna ask, bro, like, racist as fuck. You already knew nigga literally racial profiled y'all literally cause y'all black and y'all literally, you know what I'm saying, dirt on the license plate. Bro, what do you, you can't go back and you can you, you can't sue bro, for that? I mean... You know it was, bro, profile, like, for sure, like, bro. Like, I
2: mean, you know, I mean, at that time, I really didn't experience the justice system like that. You know what I mean? So I didn't know what was what. You know, when I, when I went into prison and I did my research and I started understanding what was happening in America, you know, I was like, wow, like, it ain't people just ranting about it, man. It's, it's in black and white.
0: Mm, all right. You know what
2: I mean? It's in numbers, you know what I mean? So, but just experiencing it self hand like seeing a guy on the freeway just staring down at me, Following you the you know, whole way. Followed me the whole way, but it was just like when going and eventually, you know, getting detained by this other police department. You know,
1: because uh, wait, other de- police department. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 we were
2: going to a different city, yeah, so we yeah. got pulled over on the freeway, right? Mm-hmm. That's highway patrol. Highway patrol. We get back mm-hmm. on the freeway. We go to our destination. Meet mm-hmm. up with my boy. County police. You know, what I mean, get out. You know, they calling from county to county,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then eventually, man, they, you know, they thought it was a drug operation or whatever, and. You know, they jogged up and they detained us. You know, mm-hmm. searched the car again. With nothing in the car. Uh, they ended up searching another car, finding, you know, a few pounds of marijuana and some other things, you know, and
0: But in Kansas, uh, is that a serious offense? Like is that is a yeah, couple of pans that one? It's a big it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's a big deal out there. You talk about, you know, a political climate where they send people to prison. I
1: just mm-hmm. gotta know, I gotta take a step back real quick. Literally, bruh mm-hmm. jogs over to you, you're being detained.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Feeling what would you feel and what happened? Yeah, no, nah, man. I feel like
2: confused. You know, really confused. Like, you know, jogged up and detained us and said, "Hey, we're detaining you for, you know, we believe a drug trans, trans- transactions going on." And he was like, "Man, drug transaction." We just got pulled over. We ain't got no drugs in our car. At you all, I man. We believe it was like we believe it's another car. Uh, and then eventually, man, to go. You know, those guys. You know, my codies. They take off running. They get spooked, and I don't blame mm-hmm. them. And they end up taking, you know, take off running and. They end up searching the car and finding a bunch of drugs. And it's like, man, uh, the dude upstairs got scared. I was like, hey, you know, I'm gonna buy a pound of weed off him. You know, Dante, that's his name. Mm. I was like, what? Yeah, mm. who said I was gonna sell him a pound of weed in the first place? What mm. the fuck? I mean, yeah, he know me. Who don't know me? You right. Know what I mean, mm. that's how I'm looking at it. You know, Straight and up. Uh, you know, they end up charging. Uh, charging me for it, you know, end up going to jail that day, you know, and that was... Distribution to... Conspiracy s- to distribute and in possession with the intent to distribute. This is that bullshit, man. Yeah, this is that bullshit. We had a real serious charge, man, and my heart was broke, you know, going on this road trip. First time ever out of state, uh, and, all, and all I could think about is my grandmother, you know, and all I could mm-hmm. think about is my brother's like, damn, mm-hmm. like, I got to make this call back home, and that's a heartbreak call, yes. you know what I mean? Like, just to say I'm in jail... In a place that we don't know nothing about,
0: right? You know what I mean. And, it, it's just and a crazy. place, yeah, a place you have no idea where. No you yeah.
2: talking, talking about? I'm just rolling out here. i even 24 hours. Yeah, I'm supposed Jay, to be here. But later later later. Later. <laughs> I wasn't out here 24 hours. <laughs> I'm, so to I'm gonna here. climb in. Like, damn, I'm sitting in jail. Like, me and my Cody. We like, man, we just we going in here, thug it out for a second. You know, uh, my my Cody's is on the run. They all over the news. They think we some. High profile drug lords or something, mm-hmm. man, they blowing us out of context, and uh, you know, just you know, sitting in jail, they eventually turn themselves in. You know, we all in the same unit. We, you know, we we talking, we we on the phone, and you know, I never forget it, man. I, I end up calling my grand you know, I end up calling home, you know, like I was supposed to do, um, cause she wanted, she was gonna know where I was at, man. And I told her, man, I'm I'm in jail. Is that a hard
0: you know, pill to swallow?
2: Man, a hard pill to swallow, man, cause you know, a, a, a parent. You know, a parent never wants to hear their kid go to jail.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? I, they
1: they feel failed. They feel failed, they you know. failed.
2: They feel they failed. You mm-hmm. know. You know. You talk about a woman that, you know, her whole life was dedicated to raising me. You know, and then eventually my brothers. But, you know, she didn't. She wasn't a wealthy person. She was on welfare, social security. You know, food stamps, hustling, and, you know, um, she woke up every day just to make sure my life was good, and just to call her and let her know I was sitting in jail. Man was she died from heartbreak, you know what I mean, literally. You She's know, not with she, us no more? Not with us no more, you know, Damn, man. so, you know, R.P. Sandra J. you know, so, uh, it just, you know, seeing that, you know, calling her from a jail cell, you know, me getting to <laughs> talk to her, and uh, she was like, man, oh, baby, man, you just don't know, man, those people, she was from Texas, you know, from down the south anyway, so she was like, man, and, and people don't play, you know, so. Um, I'm like I'm gonna get home, man. I'm gonna get a bond. You know, um, they gave me a ridiculous bond, like 80k or whatever. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. spend 8k. I was able to hustle it up, get out, get back home by. But that time she was dead. You know, so what it, the? Yeah, it was suck, man. My brothers was going to school. You know, kind of just thugging it out, getting up, getting dressed, taking showers. You know, my I have my homeboy. You know, my homegirl living up in there. So that's uh, what caused bros wow. to build into yeah. the system.
0: Is her passing away?
2: Yeah, 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 well, well, yeah, no, they wasn't even in the system when she when she had passed away, right? Because okay. I had my boys. They, they was, was doing it. Like, Why Dre, you know, he, yeah, yeah. He was, they was living in, in the house. Ah, oh, so, You know, so when I went down, you know, I had people kind like, of like looking out a little mm-hmm. bit. And they was just kind of young. You know, you're talking about eight, nine years old, just getting up and going to school. I mean, the school's only a block away right. at the time. But, you know, they was just getting up and going to school. Who? Mm-hmm. How
1: did they... Yeah. Finds out that they're not being properly taken care of, for lack of words. I mean, for
2: eventually, eventually you gotta, you know, start yeah. Eventually, Teachers but, start asking questions, but there. you know, but they was probably being taken care of, you know. You talk no, about, for sure, yeah, I know. At, at the time, you yeah. know, what I mean, but eventually, you know, I ended up flying back. So, you know, the fast forward, I bonded out. Right when I bonded out, I wasn't in too too long, but you know, she had died quick, and then I had bonded out and, and went to go see my brothers, and then try to figure out like, hey, what the.
1: Yeah. No, hold on. I got it. When you you literally said it, I'm sorry, but I got to get this off my chest humbly. You say she died from heartbreak. Like, literally, this phone call that you made to her, how long, how many, how long, what time period went? Man,
2: like six days. Are you kidding me? Not
1: too long, man. Not
2: too long, man. She died quick.
1: What'd they do Um, to you, bro? That's what I want to get out of it. Oh,
2: man, you don't believe it. You don't, come on, you think like, what? Like. You know, mm-hmm. you don't believe it. You know, you no, my
0: grandma's my angel, bro. Angel. Like, like Come no on. cap. She can't I bet do she me wrong. Everybody
2: right now listening, right? They love their grandma more mm-hmm. than they love their mama.
0: I can't imagine what no she cap. Got No cap. No you cap. Know, you talk mm-hmm. about
2: like a grandparent, like, all they, they. They on the earth to love you now. Yeah, Love you, you know what I mean? Cook the best
0: food. Man.
2: She coming short. You know, if you got a little $5 short. You <laughs> don't, you
0: know, she don't either. care either. She don't
1: care either. You know, well, Baba <laughs> don't want to give it to you. You know how Grandma right I <I'll laughs> take, take all quarters. My Grandma <laughs> yeah. come through. She don't care. Grandma go
2: come through. Yep. So, man, you know it's hard. You know, when, yeah, you, man, when, when we all serious, know, man, you know it's hard, man. So losing my grandmother did something to me and, um, you know, just being with her. Uh, and I feel like she's all around, man. That's my guardian angel. I feel like when I when I end up going to prison, you know, when I didn't believe she passed, I end up getting out, picking a foster family for my for for my brothers, and uh, you know, great foster family at that, man. That's you know they, they're fantastic now. But just you know, fast forward and all the way to the point where it's like I'm sitting in jail, you know, uh, my Cody's on the run, they end up turning themselves in, I end up binding out, you know, mm-hmm. picking a family. Going forward, you know, uh, end up hiring a lawyer, um, which sta- was staying out of for a little bit.
0: Did, did same lawyer from the beginning to the end? When no, that, no, no, no. So
2: just a lesson learned, man. You know, know your lawyer. You mm. know, ask questions. Be obsessed about your case because you know, a lawyer has many cases. You know, and then they have to decipher which one they're gonna really spend their time on. Man, it's mm-hmm. a lot of reading, mm. uh, a lot of police reports, different things like that. But end up hiring a lawyer. Um, met this guy outside the courthouse and kind of just chatted up with him. He was like, man, you know, I heard about your story on the news. Uh, we like a fantastic man, you know, uh, come to my office, you know, his office was right down the street. I looked up in his office and I just seen, you know, books everywhere, you know, like bongs and different things. He was like, man, I was a prosecutor. Um, you know, I could, do some law work. I went to, you know, the law school around here and um, your case isn't that big, man. Let me take care of it. You know, just shoot me some cash. I was like, man, all right, man. I gave the guy, only think 5000 or whatever, $7,500. And, um, you know, he, he was like, man, I'm going to get to work, man. Don't even worry about it. Just go home, take care of your family. I'll just call you on the phone. And mm. when I need you and to come. Then you're back in Stockton at this time, I'm back right? in Stockton at the yeah. time, And When I call you, I'll call you. You know, mm. so I'm back home. Mm. Uh, wiggling. You're wiggling, back in, wiggling. You're back in and you're back know, in the knife. Packing, but, but really, this. Packing up the house. You know, yeah. my grandma was dead. You know, all the belongings was in there. You know, I lived in a nice house. Uh, yeah. You know, I moved my grandma into a nice area. So, but just packing up the house, getting my belongings, getting situated for my brothers, you know, countdowns months away. Yeah. You know, so. Literally, though, like. Guys. Literally, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of like, I'm selling all my shoes. I had like a couple of nice cars. I'm selling the cars. I'm trying to get as much cash just to pay for, yeah. you know, my, mm. where my brothers go and, you know. The ex of the life, you know, uh, but just going
0: crazy. Why this nigga. is crazy too is because, bro, I've known Dante for a little bit, and every time I see him, he's got a fucking smile on his face. Fact. Yes. Every he came fucking in here. time, yeah, bro. you, you know, know what I mean. mean yeah.
2: yeah. have been through some man, shit. I'm free. I'm yeah. free. Yeah. You yeah. Keep, you keep saying good. that. What's more, more than money, man? Freedom. Mm. Real talk, like your freedom is worth. That's the most important asset. If you free, you good. You know, your freedom is the most important thing. Money is whatever. But as long as you're free and you can do the things you can do with your loved ones and be there for the people that really care, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? What you get money for? You get money to go spend it with your loved ones. You get money to go, let's put a smile on someone's face, you yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And pay the bills that knock on your door, right? right, right.
0: You know what I mean? But right. your know,
2: freedom is important, man. And um, damn,
0: Did you value time a that, lot before all this happened, though? Like, think about it for the first time when you got booked. Like, was time valuable to you? Before, Before
2: then, yeah. I mean, I always was like a person to see what I could do most in this day, but I value time way more now. Mm-hmm. When I, well, since I got it taken away. No, um, I could imagine, bro. I only imagine. So I end up hiring this lawyer. You know, um, didn't just was chilling at home for a while. You know, getting my life together, spending time with my brothers, and I fly out the week of trial. You know, this is crazy. I fly out the week of trial um, on a Monday. Um, seeing the lawyer on a Tuesday. And he and I'll go into his office. He was like, Dante, come here. And I'm like, what you want? He was like, what's going on? Well, you know how we doing? And I'm, I'm, I see all my papers scattered all over his desk. You know, I'm like, well, well, so what's going on? He was like, I didn't read your case.
0: What? <sighs> he wasn't fucking prepared. No, 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 no,
2: Listen, though. He was like, I didn't read your case. I'm like, Tom, what do you mean? My case I
0: gave you this money. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm
1: like, I'm like,
2: I'm like no. The I'm tomorrow's court. Like, no, I'm like, Tom. <laughs> Gay, this money? What's for happening? He whips out this doctor's note. Man, crazy. Like, bro, it's like a movie. I swear, bro. Like, whip out this That's doctor's not note. Move. Doctor's uh, note? La, la.
0: the fuck a doctor's note? I mean, the
2: doctor's note. He was like, man, he had a stomach virus. He was like, listen, I'm going to submit this into the court, right? And when I submit this into the court, they should give you a continuance because I need to get to work and read this case. Mm. I'm like, cool, whatever. I said, when we go to court, he was like, I'm going to go to court on uh, Wednesday, I'm like, nigga, it's tomorrow. Maybe Tuesday. Yeah, okay, it's Tuesday <laughs> right now. Gotta, he's like, you ain't got to go. You ain't got to go.
1: I said, I'm going. I will <laughs> go. go. yeah, like, be there. Yep, yep. Yeah,
2: yep. I'm going. He's like, all right, come on. You know what I mean? So I'm like, meet me at Burger King, you know, before uh, early in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, right. all right, man, we better have it our way then. You know what I mean? That's my yeah, nigga. That's my nigga. That's my nigga. No, yeah, but, you know, we ended up meeting at Burger King, chopping it up. Uh, we go up in the courtroom, and the judge... You know, he files a bunch of these motions, man, and none of the motions really had no no merit. You know, merit you know, merit is like hey, what is it? No substance, you know what I mean? Like he just files these motions. And he's like, Man, you didn't give a chance for the DA to read any of these motions or anything like this, like you know, and then you got this motion to continue over a stomach virus. It was like how long you had this case? He's like, Well, we had this case almost a year. We had this case almost a year, why you didn't been read it when you first got it? You know, mm-hmm. you're going to trial tomorrow. I sat back like, damn. Damn, yeah. They gave him no yeah. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, this judge is going to send me to trial. Type shit. With no preparation?
0: Man, And it's a first offense. So, my, I, that I, But at
2: this point, all my co-defendants code had took pleas.
0: So you know,
2: you know, Rick. you know, uh Perk, You know, all them people, all the gang, you know, they had took pleas. It yeah. was like, man, we ain't fuck with them people. Like, nigga, we, we going to take our time and go, mm-hmm. you know. I'm like man, fuck that, Now I'm going to the box. Right, you know, I'm just no by way. twelve. Like I'm gonna go all the way. My grandma just died. Like I'm, I'm taking it there. You know what I mean? I understand all it. The
1: way. I understand it. I feel like it ain't nothing there. You
2: know what I mean? Right. And, and my offer was only eight years. You know what I mean? And what deal was that? You know, eight years is is crazy. Yeah, long a deal. nigga. That's a, yeah. That's what the fuck? A fucking deal. Yeah. yeah. Right. So right. It was a decade. Deal? A deal. Man, eight years? years <laughs> I lost my granny too, so I was just like, Man, let's just go. So Yeah. Uh we ended up going, man. We went to trial. Um you know, it's a time I fight some pills and some weed at the time. Um, you know, that was in the car and uh really just pulled my you know, it was boring, you know, kinda of boring a little bit. They was like, put these glasses on, put this suit on, wear this certain type of persona. Uh you know, day one of the trial, man. The guy didn't read the case, so you only you only can imagine how the trial went. Man, I right? Man, you know, recess had came in, and man, literally like a movie. Like, you know, we go to the bathroom, and, and uh, you know, I grab him by the shoulder, kind of firm, and I said, "Man, if you don't beat shit else, man, beat them pills. You know what I mean? Some pills in the car. I'm like, man, I can live with the weed. Just beat the pills, like, dude dude don't stand right now, like." The, state's witness, mm-hmm. Remember the dude I was at, the house, he turned to state witness, you know what I mean, trial. He it's was like, man, state witness ain't talking about no pill. Right now. I mean, I ain't buying nothing. He like, I ain't buying no pill. I said, man, get that thrown out right now. hmm yeah. You know, he like he fixed his tie, and went in there and went to work. You know? that's he fixed fu- it finally. But if you didn't <laughs> win. put your hand on that nigga's shoulder, Man, <laughs> I mean, he ain't the one that's gonna go
1: eat the food. You, you know feel me? That? You <laughs> feel right, me? Right? But it's niggas tough. need to hear this perspective, though. People need to
2: hear this because anybody that's going through this, you know, they gotta understand. Like, you gotta have that type of energy with yeah. it. You know what I mean? You gotta like, care more. You gotta care more about it when you show somebody you care more about your freedom than. They are fighting for it, man. It it turns a, a battery up into somebody. Yes, you know sir. what I mean. Especially yes, when you kind of mirage of cases or you, you you know, it gets lost. You don't want to be talked at at dinner time like I did. What I can,
0: yeah.
2: You know what man. I mean. We'll they talk. Say that. That's, that's, say that. What, that's that. what they we're, say we're, it say. right for real. There. So, I man, I grabbed him by the shoulder, man, and, and we told him, man, he went in there and end up getting the pill. You know, we end up getting found not guilty of the pills. You know okay. what I mean. I got found guilty of selling one pound of marijuana. You know, um, dude. You know the dude that I went to his house in, in Kansas. You know he got on a stand and testified that you know he was gonna buy one pound of marijuana from me. Um,
1: that nigga. Sorry, I can't even do that. For real, I like, I yeah, he told The jury he was like, yeah, "I'm gonna
2: buy one pound of marijuana off Mr. West and yeah, uh, yeah, I was gonna sell it. You know, smoke it. You know, and and, and that's what it was. And I'm like. That's all a person needs. The person mm-hmm. can just say they did something, go on stand and they believe him and Yeah, because it didn't, to didn't have to be true. You go to jail. Mm-hmm. There's no other proof. It's just him, my word versus his word. Right. You R- know, in that particular county, that particular state. That's all know, that matters. That's right? all that matters, right? So wow. um, you know, end up going to jury trial, end up getting found, you know, guilty of the one pound of marijuana.
0: How long is this process from the first court date to the last one of you getting sentenced? How long is that? I got went
2: to trial February sixteenth through the eighteenth of twenty twenty one. Then went to uh, then went to uh, no 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 uh, twenty seventeen February seventeen eighteen yeah. And yep. then uh, sentencing day was May twenty second. You know two thousand and seventeen. You know so uh, just going going on lo- on those particular days is like March April May yeah know, three months ninety days you got ninety days to get your shit together. You know what I mean. So I ended up hiring a new lawyer. So I ended up firing a lawyer or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, because I felt like you should have did more. I ended up hiring a guy named. I was
0: too loose, bro. You got to make that shit. tight, yeah, man. Yeah. You got to come. Up with you got to get shit swag, together, man. bro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No cap. No, I ended up
2: hiring this guy. His name was Chris Joseph. Man, he was out of Kansas. Uh, real or a fantastic lawyer too. Real. This is this is when I realized, you know, the difference between lawyering. You know, a guy that's kind of just he did what he could, but somebody that came in really prepared, trying to get somebody probation in. Mm. Man, the guy had pulled up some statistics that was so surprising. Man, five percent in the last five years, you know, went to prison for marijuana in the whole state. It was like really one person a year from twenty twelve to twenty seventeen. Wow. Yeah. And that's an important statistic for people to realize, the audience need to realize is because you know, they were picking and choosing on who they wanted to send I was just saying, prison. that just
1: sounds fishy, right? One yeah. person? Yeah. Most of these people that they took were black already.
2: Yeah, minorities already, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they were picking in these certain counties. You got caught in this little county, they were picking and choosing on who they wanted to send in prison. Whoa. You know, but you get caught in certain counties, you know, depending on who you are or depending on what county you're in, 50, 80, 60, 40 people get probation. Mm-hmm. For people that have no criminal history, you know, at that point. So right. I, had, I had no criminal history. first offense. Right. First offense, right? First defense, right? So... Having had no criminal history, um, you know, played in my favor for what I had thought, What I had thought, Maybe, right? Yeah, I what I had thought, right? right. Um, yeah, but, you know, ended up hiring this lawyer, uh, you know, went up there and pulled his statistics up, you know, kind of showed to judge this, and um, he was really interested in it, you know, but he was kind of stuck on, like, man, I already sent the other guys to prison, you know, he's probably going to go to prison. You know? mm. It was like I stirred up a beehive or something like that is kind of what the words he had said, and, Uh, just going down there and, you know, end up going to that sentencing date. And, you know, shout out to Brandon Cooks. You know, he from Stockton. I know you all know him. He wrote a fantastic letter to the judge. Wow, Uh, that's respect. Yeah, he was like a Patriot fan or whatever. And uh, he had wrote a letter to the judge. He's my good friend. And, uh, you know, he had read all these letters, looked at all these statistics and, you know, said, you know, I'm sentencing you to, you know, 92 months in prison. You know, um what is that like seven years, six seven years. months, seven God. years, eight months, God. you know, in prison for uh this weed. And you're gonna do, you know, majority of that time. So you're gonna do like, you know, pretty much seven years. For so right, one, one pound. One, one pound. One pound, yeah. Yeah, and, and the unique thing is that what people need to know is like one pound and sixty six pound is all the same consequence in Missouri. Wow. It's all, one pound and sixty six pounds is all the same consequences. It doesn't matter. You got caught with fifty pounds or you got caught with one pound, it's the same mandatory
1: minimum in a sense. America gotta do better. Go ahead. Gotta
2: do better. California California can be like, oh you get a slap on the wrist, but Denver. then nobody But hold on, let's talk about the state right next to it though. Yeah, Denver. that's true. You know what I mean? One of the first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they prey on that, you
0: know. So looking at shit like that, dog, right. it's like, wow. So um, uh, s- I don't take a break in the timeline. Like, mm-hmm. you're—I know you educated the fuck out of yourself in this process, mm. but like uh, being uneducated through this and seeing it, like, what what was like that notion to be like, fuck, like I really got to learn up on this shit before I fucking go any more further. You know what I mean? Nah, man. When
2: you know seeing good lawyering, you know get, end up getting sentenced to prison. You try to get he tried to get me sentenced to probation. That didn't even happen. Getting sent into prison, and just sitting in jail, and just um. You know, I, I looked at my lawyer. You know, I looked at my lawyer um, and said, "Man, do everything you can to get me out." I had it in my backpack. I was like, "I'll do everything I can. I got you." And um, but it's going there and just knowing my lawyer didn't read my case, I felt like I had a shot. I'm like, "Man, if this guy would have read it, maybe he could have beat it." You know, um, that kind of that was my one of my first motivations. But I would say, like, uh, what really drive me to go in there and like kind of like study law is, you know, it was like the last ride to the airport. You know, because I had to go turn myself in and I had, like, my younger brothers in the back seat, you know, going to that Sacramento airport, mm-hmm. man, like, we jamming, you know, listening to music, and I glance in the back seat, man, and I see my baby brother just crying, you know what I mean? And it just did something to me, like, um, like, I had PTSD from it almost. Is like, all I like could kind of dream about is that, yeah. you know what I mean? And it was just, like, a sense of energy, like, I'm not doing it for me anymore. I'm going to go do it for them, you know, because I don't want them without somebody that they know that's their blood, you know, so.
1: Switch right then and yeah, there. Yeah,
2: it was just a switch, you know what I mean? Just, you know, I'm jamming, I'm going to turn myself in, whatever, and then, you know, I look back, man, I see them kids crying, man. So, you know, when I, I knew when I got on that plane amongst, like, the lawyer not reading it, I was just like, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. You know, so as soon as I get into jail, I got sent to a prison, and um, I see these lifers walking by. Uh, I'm in, I'm in the like you know, they send you like the max maximum security to get screened and stuff. And I see these libraries walking by. I'm like, where y'all going, OG? Where y'all going? They was like, man, we going to the law library. I'm like, law library? I'm trying to go to that. You know how I get on that? Yeah. It was like, man, you got to get to your prison first. Uh, so I ended up getting sent to uh, you know, the bus ended up getting me go to one of those prisons in Missouri. I mean, Kansas, and uh, I ended up going in there, and I was just like. Shh. I'm just go in here and just read.
0: I mean, like, oh, what's that like though? Like walking in the doors, I think of like Longest Yard and shit. Yeah, you, yeah. like, you, you you seen, you seen movies like, when niggas bro. go in there and yeah. they start reading, they start
1: doing that type of yeah, shit. Yeah,
2: niggas turn crib Miles and everything. Yeah, <laughs> man, no, cap. Man, no cap. No yeah. cap. People find their calling, they find themselves. You know, you ain't got your phone. So you like, you embedded in your brain. So, All right. no, but just walking in there and, you know, you know, it's like the streets. You know, it's like the streets. Everybody, you know, everybody trying to got to hustle. Everybody, you know, doing what they doing. Everybody getting you. Anything you get on the streets, you can get in a joint. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it's the crazy part of just like how useful you gonna use your time. You know, as far as the politics and anything, you know, you know I stand on two. I ain't worried about that. You know, we come from the, we come from the jungle. Mm-hmm. It's in us. So. Yeah, playing man. Yeah, and it ain't even like that. It's like. You know, let me do me, you know, and Smart. I was on a mission. You know, ain't nobody going to interfere with the mission anyway. I feel like
0: that when that switch happened when you were
2: on there, you yeah, weren't even yeah, in there for yeah, that. Yeah, you yeah. Were in My, my switch, you know, I'm in here for weed. you know, and, you know, if you ain't here for weed week too, I'm going to get you out. That's from the type of time I was on. <laughs> 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 I'm reading these yeah. books. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. So, you know, I Just you know, I just hopped in the light, man. Breakfast is at 4.30. After 4.30, i go to the law library from 5.30 to, you mm. know, for a few hours, man. I, I ain't going to lie, man. The shit I was reading, I didn't even understand. <laughs> you know, like Chinese You know what I mean you know, right? a real game Just real talk Like right. I'm in there reading it and I didn't really understand Any of it And uh,
0: just I'm sure like, you had your moments Where you just shut the book Like fuck this shit yeah, right? You know, hurt. you know how that yeah. is You yeah. know what I
2: mean When you can't solve a problem But uh, Just reading I mean I would read like All type of stuff man. I would read like You know People getting sued I would read like Nike versus You know Whoever mm-hmm. and, You know uh You know all type of lawsuits. Kim Kardashian, all those people. So I read all these different type of lawsuits. But you know that's only when I got tired of reading criminal law. You know, like people that got they, you know, conviction overturned. People that got they, won an appeal. People that kind of had some success Mm -hmm. um, in the courts because there's a process when you go in prison that you can file for appeal. You know, with an attorney, you can file for. Um, post-conviction relief, saying that the you know the state has you in prison unconstitutionally. Oh, you, know, you can do different things like that. You can file for a clemency, you know, mm-hmm. to the governor of that state and say, hey, you know, can you grant me a sentence reduction? You know, see, but how I nope.
0: see it is like I feel like my lawyer, if I'm paying him so much, should be doing this work for me to know that, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I paid it paid thirty k. You know, I, I so they did the appeal. The lawyer did. But the but appeal. are
0: you are you learning this? Are you figuring this out? Like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, bro, like. I heard of this thing and I was reading up and and it's talking about an appeal. Yeah, in the beginning, you're right, right.
2: It's crazy, right? You're right. You hit it on the nose. Like, in the beginning, I would send him like, oh, what do you think about this? You know, I was like, annoying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to anything. Because maybe some of the things I was sending didn't make no fucking sense in the beginning, right? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? But, you know, I was just sending him stuff and letting him, you know, breathe on it, you know, and uh, he was working on a pill. I had, you know, hustled up 30 grand, you know, and, he was working on the appeal, and you know he ended up losing the appeal. You know,
1: um, oh man,
2: yeah, he ended up losing the appeal. You know, first first year in prison, right. he tried to get me out on the appeal, ended up losing. And I called him like, all right, nigga, let's do. It. I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, counsel, let's do a post conviction motion. Like, let's I've been reading about this. Like, mm. it was like, man, ninety eight percent of those don't even win. Ninety eight. He was like, man, you gonna try to do that? Like, by the time you get out, you are gonna be at, you are gonna be time to go home. You mm. know what I mean? Like, and plus, if I do that, I'm gonna need another thirty thousand.
1: I'm like, damn, I ain't got no more money. I didn't bond it out, gave a little 30 racks. And- mm-hmm. You damn didn't gave, bro, all your lawyers, damn, you almost 50,000 at this point for lawyers. Man, okay. Binding
2: out lawyers and just messing around,
1: like, flying
2: back and forth. And
1: mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, see, that's, yeah. And trying to, t- and take, not trying, and taking care of home. Yeah. I hear you. I had to hear
2: you. get that bread. I hear you. Know? you. And that's in the story for another time. But, you know, just really just had I, to. But
1: After the first appeal,
0: bro, and getting denied, like, discouragement has to be playing a factor. You're not motivated no more to be like, I still can get out. Are you? Like, like, be honest.
2: Nah, man. That's how I lose the appeal. I was like, man, to win in court is hard, you know. But, you know, I continued. After I lost an appeal, you know, and the lawyer was like, man, you could just call me anytime. But, you know, uh, but I ended up beating this other lawyer named Richard Nay.
1: Okay. Uh, third lawyer.
2: Third lawyer. No right. money. Never gave him a dollar, you know. But yeah. I end up I end up, I up, mean, this lawyer named Richard Nay, Great guy. He's never actually free for all the inmates, you know. I mean, I still remember it, too. And uh, just called him and just, you know, told I feel him. like I, your memory's on point. Yeah, right? nah, I just you, nah, really, just, you know. You, you can't know, forget about this chapter of life. This, no is, this is a
0: big chapter. Uh, yeah, it's nah, been a season. It's a big
2: chapter, man. He <laughs> answers the phone, and I told him. <clears throat> and I met him because... I was like, "Who's this dude that keeps winning, man?" I, I read this thing called Lexis Nexus and he was just getting everybody's conviction reversed, reversed nice. overturned, reversed overturned, and he was just like this boy. He was, he was so articulate with the, the way he expressed himself in law. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow!" Like, this is like my second year reading all these cases. You think know, I was consistently reading? So, yeah. like, second year, I was like, "Ooh, I want to read some more." You know I mean? <laughs> You're into but I would it. read, and I call him, and I said, "Hey, you know, I lost in direct appeal and." Um, I'm looking for, I'm looking to follow a habeas corpus, which is basically um, effective assistance to counsel, you know, basically alleging that the state has me incarcerated unconstitutionally. Jesus. You know, so he was like, man, that's impossible to do. Like, you know, by the time you do that, he was like, what I'll do is I'll answer the phone for you. And you can, you know, you know, talk to me about whatever. But, you know, I don't, you know, I don't got no time for that. And they don't win. Wow. Like, damn, like, you know. But it was cool that he told me to call him. I called him, you know, I called him like four times a week. He was like, hey, you got to call me later, man. I'm doing a lot of stuff right now. But I'll bug him man. I was like, what you think about this sound? What, what does this sound like? What do you think about this? And, you know, I'm grateful that he picked up that phone and sharpened my brain but, and put me back in the lane that I knew that, you know, I was closer and closer to kind of getting free. And um, I was just write in this motion, you know, even though they told me that 98% of people lose, I was like... You know, I can't let my brothers down. You know, I can't let myself down. So I'll write the motion. It took me about three years to write it, but I eventually just sent it in. You know, and it was just an ineffective counsel motion. I said that, you know, if my lawyer would have read my case and interviewed these witnesses, you know, it would have been a different outcome, and that outcome could have been like, you know, and so I wasn't selling them the weed. 100%. You know, and they had found a. When I was reading the case, man, uh, the deal was like it wasn't no deal. Like the like the dude never got charged in the case. Like the dude that testified on me, never got charged. Wow. With, with buying weed.
1: Wow. Yeah. So yeah. He, and, and he, he was scot free. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, weird. That does, that, yeah, nah, yeah, that's yeah, weird. That, that's a key moment go. right now. Yeah, he, that's weird. Yeah.
2: He was scot free, and he had other drugs in his house that he didn't get charged for.
1: Mm. But he was white.
2: But on the stand, he told the jury that it was no deal. So how is there no deal? Mm.
1: And you're being.
2: But I'm in jail. There's no deal. And you're not even getting charged for the drugs that happened with me. But you're also having got drugs with the drugs that was in your house. Mm. Are you free from the law? What deal was made? You're saying there's no deal. But what deal was made? for you not to be charged for other stuff unrelated to this case. Right. Right. So I was a light bulb in my head, right? So I sent that in and was like, maybe this will work. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, man, this lawyer didn't read my case. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this, that, and the other. And I had to allege other things, too. You know, I kind of just did, like, five things, you know. But that was, like, my strongest point. I was like, man, whatever. (laughs) But I was like, man, I didn't think it was going to win. I was just like, I would just act. I would read. I would, you know. You had nothing to lose. And this is the key. This is the key, like, um to the success of everything that went on. It was like when I was reading these cases, I was reading everybody that won, right? Mm. But the most important thing is to read the people that lost because then it shows the reason why they lost. Mm. So then you you don't have an argument back, right? So it's like you study the losses to gain the ultimate win, you know, and that's kind of how eventually prevailed on that motion. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? But the key thing, this is how I met like, you know, the mayor of LA and everything. I did the thing, well, remember in the beginning of the podcast, I said, you got two things. You got clemency, and you can either, and then you, can, you, got, you got the post-conviction relief. Right. Right. Yes. The clemency is the thing that I did that I thought that was going to be super good, right, because it was like I was going out. When I first got to the prison, I was elected to go speak to the kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'll go to the high schools, talk to them about, like, yeah, I got caught with weed, and I'll go to, like, the little juvenile here. I was like, yeah, I got caught with weed, and, you know I was hanging around with some guys and you know who you're around who you hang around is, is important you know and they were kidding like oh i had i had a quarter pound of weed i had a half a pound of weed you know whatever like i got a diversion you mm-hmm, know this that mm-hmm. and the other you know they rich wealthy and you know and then talking to some of the kids like man i lost my grandmother you know what i mean and Usually it got, got so popular it was like you can't go to the prisons no more. We're gonna write you a letter, like the warder wrote
1: me a letter. was like we I support your release. Wow. But you can't go no more. You got so popular to the point where you yeah. couldn't keep doing what you. Yeah, the
2: ward, the warden was like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm gonna write you a letter to support your sentence reduction to the governor, but you know, you gotta stay, you gotta stay your, you gotta. You gotta as a matter of fact, you gotta go to, you know, maximum security. You gotta. Give me
0: Did the you command. know what you were doing in the time would would benefit you, or is it something that you're just like I want to give back to?
2: No, man, I was just like, let me just give back. Let me if if clemency exists. It exists with a person with a cannabis offense. There we okay. go.
1: Right. There we go. There and we that,
2: go. That's kind of I thought about it. So I was just like, let me go out and do some good work, you know, while I'm fighting this, like I'm doing this legal stuff, right? Um, and I joined this little group, you know, just to kind of figure out how can I help, yeah. you know, and just get better every day, you mm-hmm. know, and take advantage of the things that I kind of take interest in in prison, mm-hmm. you know. But just going out, speaking to them kids, and trying to help people, the next generation, get better was was huge to me, and, and I think that paid off. I think that. I think the universe award, uh, rewarded me on that, you know, for sure. And you believe in that? Or would you give to the world to give yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, I think what I give the world, you know, I don't I don't know what kid was in there listening. It was some kids in there crying, so you know, I don't know what kid went in there listening and actually changed their life and there's gonna be, you know, a judge and, you know, might see another Dante in front of him one day, you know, and may may give him that decision to give him that ultimate freedom. So I take that I take that serious, you know, right. and when you invest in the youth and different things, but just going out and talking to them, uh, and following this clemency, you know, I end up writing you know, 125 state representatives. I wrote 40 senators. You know, all in the state of Kansas, right? Really? Really, yeah. Real talking. I wrote, you know, I typed up a letter. You know, wrote a sentence to all of them. You know, hustled up 165 stamps. And I just, people need to hear this, bro, because people yeah. just sitting there yeah. thinking they can't do shit. You know what I'm but saying? No, like, you man, really, man, like... like hear this podcast in a joint, man, I literally just... You know, I had end up getting these addresses at the state capitol, and I was just like, man, I'm gonna write all these people and just let them know I'm in here for a pound of weed. Even <laughs> like, hey, if y'all support a and I said, you know, I basically said, if if you support a sentence reduction, you know, write me a letter of support, you know. Um, and four people wrote me back. He right? Supported no. It. No. right. No. Respect. Bi- bipartisan, though. Two Republicans, two senators, two wow. state reps, two senators. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: wow. Two state reps, two senators. You know what I mean? So. Well, your lingo. You hear your vocabulary, what you're saying. Like, crazy, say, I, though, crazy, though. Crazy, bro. Crazy. Yeah. 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 He's, he's a higher up. But crazy. even getting Look. even crazier, you know,
2: three of them sent me a letter of support, but one came and seen me. His name was Willie Dove. He was a Republican out of Kansas, uh, Leavenworth County. Shout Kyle, out Willie, man. Shout out Willie, man. Thanks. Uh, passed the hemp bill in Kansas, um, and he came in. Literally, it was like seven thirty in the morning. And you you, I you got a visitor. Mind. You got a visitor. Got a visitor. The prison shut down. I'm like, oh, why we all can't go to day room? Why we can't? It was like, man, there's a legend. There's a big person here. There's a big person here. And a pop in the door. It come in. It was like, my name is State Representative Willie Dove, District State Representative. Yeah, and. I got your letter and I wanted to meet you in person and sit down it was middle of COVID. And it was like, I tell him my story and everything it was like, man, I did not know people were sitting and doing this much time for marijuana Man, you wow. deserve to go home. You've been here almost three years, you know? And I was like, yeah, I agree. You know, i mean, it was like, ah, my, my office is kind of by the governor's office. I'm gonna, you know, Put, you know, put put a bug in her ear. You know? Wow. And I was like, man, black guy too, man. I was like, oh, oh he's a black guy. A black guy, black Republican guy. Nice. Or you know? well, yeah. black Republican. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. It's good.
1: Yeah. Okay. If yeah. okay. <laughs> you need a box you That's right. Like, that's no,
0: no. Man,
2: Straight that's up that's though. Hard. That's lit. That's lit. Um, but no, um, no, literally just, it's just crazy, man. Just seeing just the whole form and everything. And, um, you know, see that
0: that gotta give you hope, right? Like that combo after seven thirty in the morning, like you nah, hey, it gives you hope, man. He walks
2: out of the air, man, the the, the captain pulls up on me, the warden is like, Hey, what's going on here? Like what what are you talking about? Because 'Cause you're playing with people's money now. You got mm. these representatives Ooh. pulling up, you know, and it was just like, No, nah, I'll just tell them my story. You pretty inspired, man. I'm just wanna go home. My brother's it's my goal. Like I don't think I should be serving this much time for marijuana, you mm-hmm. know. So I was like, you know... Say, you think so? <laughs> yeah. no, like, Come on, now. <laughs> you know, like, for real. I'm being real with them, though. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Well, you know, heroin and marijuana are the same type of consequence, you know? So That's it's crazy. like, you think so? And when they dig deep, deep, deep down, they know so they ain't supposed to be there, nah, right? they know, <laughs> they know.
1: <laughs> that one pound of... Uh, what'd you say, 55 pounds? Yeah, yeah 55. Uh, That's ridiculous 55. to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's true. ridiculous to he me. He might as well just buy the whole no, fucking box for him. You feel me? These <laughs> are some filling
2: up, y'all. Like, Get straight to it, so... But uh, seeing that dude really inspired me. You know, seeing that dude really inspired me really well, and he ended up leaving. Uh, didn't hear from him again, you know, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I'm in there fighting this case, uh, and I'm thinking, like, you know, I ended up getting front page of the Kansas City store. They had made uh, Missouri Recreational at the time. Uh, yeah, so, you know,
0: if Ooh, people don't know. I'm, but you're sick in there, right? No, like, but if, it, if people don't know, it, it's two Missouris.
2: It's Kansas City, Kansas. No, two Kansas, right? Kansas City, Kansas, and there's Kansas City, Missouri. I didn't know that. They're literally like two minutes from each other, like one minute from each other, super, super, super close. So, and uh, they're literally right next to each other. And I'm I'm in, I'm on the paper, you know, it was like, man, uh, will this guy receive clemency? You know, uh, I'm like, bam, like people were telling me like, oh, you're on the paper, like, dude, you gonna get it. Like, and then that's when I had called my, you know, my family, Jason. and. You know, I had let him know like, "Hey, man, I'm in prison, and you know, I need a little more push." And he was like, "Damn, you still ain't out? Like, let me let me get on the phone, right?" And you're from Stockton, man, downtown, really from the bottom, real hood, dude. And mm-hmm. You, you talking about Jason, yeah, Jason Lee? Yeah, yeah Jason, Jason Lee, Lee. Hollywood, like, man, shout out to him. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? He's a, he's a legend, man. My family and I wouldn't be home without him and his, wow. and, and his push too. And his but, platform, his yeah, platform, his platform, his push, it. man. He did everything. Called man, called the mayor, called the governor. Mm the mayor of L.A. now, but was former Congresswoman, woman. And they got on board, and they had so many people. He was calling Kim Kardashian. He was calling everybody, man. And I was building up this momentum. And I'm like, man, clemency going to happen. Like, I think it's going to happen. Like, I got a good shot. Like, you know, as long as I be, if I get out five days early, I'm happy. You know <laughs> <man>? <laughs> hey, For real, you know, yep, I'm grateful yep. and I'm thankful. You know what right. I mean? And uh, i seen that stuff happen. I'm like, buzz. And then you know, I get another visitor. Know, transition, man. And, you know, a couple weeks, you know, I'm about a month go by. Um, I get woken up around like 7 30 in the morning. Um, you know, the guard says, Yeah, your lawyer's here. I'm thinking, like, what lawyer are you talking about? I ain't hired a lawyer he said, right? I ain't got no lawyer right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> And uh I walk in this room and I see this old guy like Santa Claus, his name is Chris Biggs. His papers scratch all over the floor. I'm like, I'm looking at the papers. I'm like, they my papers I sent you into the, the court. That's my stuff. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Westman, come sit down. He's like, man, we received your motion inside the Riley County Courthouse. And I, I want to say, this is probably one of the best motions I've seen an inmate write. And I'm like, Yeah, you playing, man, whatever. he was like, man, no, listen, I wouldn't drive two, three hours mm. to. Come tell you about this. Mm. I'm old. I'm 65 years old. You know what I mean. I've been a prosecutor for 30 years right. in a county over. This is my first time ever doing some defense work. Wow. You know what I mean. It was like I was former Secretary of State. OG, guitar player vibe. I still talk to him to this day. We locked in. We respect. Family. We Thank you, family. brother. Thank you, bro. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. We family. You already know, man. You know, flowers coming. Law office. You know, and. uh, you know, he come in and we chopping it up and he spent like a couple hours with me. He was like, man, let me put my law degree on it and see what how I can spin it. And we're going to work it from there. Right. And I'm like, uh, you know, I didn't think too much of it. You know what I mean, but I'm like, all right, whatever.
0: Like you seem you like know, you right. Sounds you're good. Sounds, good, <laughs> sounds you know? good. I'm about to
2: hit this clemency. You, I was yeah. like, I was like, man, if this shit don't work, Let me hire you for the clemency.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, know, right. you know. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: right? Yeah, I know you are a Democrat. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> doing? I'm not, I mean. I'm All <laughs> 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 right. Yeah, you I know, play the politician. <laughs> <like>, I'm <don't laughs> <come laughs> <over laughs> your phone. Complain. <laughs> I'm fucking yeah, weak. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, you shot the article I was like, yeah, I see you got a little buzz over there. You know. Um he was like, but listen, I'm hired. I'm you know, I'm appointed by the court my public. You know, appointed by the court to represent you on a wow. post-conviction motion. So it made me feel good at that moment that I had enough, you know, merit on my motion to get a call from an attorney, you know, and get appointed a, a point of the lawyer. So that gave me some motivation. And, and I you're in, doing something right. Doing something right. But then I went back to, you know, work and started still working on the clemency and mm-hmm. getting the buzz on that. And, you know, eventually... I end up getting a letter, a letter. You know, I end up getting a court date um, to appear in court. COVID that ended up happening. You know, we still in the middle of COVID. And
0: let's side note that. What is COVID like in jail? It's uh, COVID. COVID is jail. Well, I mean, I, mean yeah, I don't I'm know. I, I, is, is, is it crazy? It, isn't everything
1: just like dirty in jail? <laughs> You're trying oh, to say yeah. it. you go try it, my boy. <laughs> is, it clean, is it clean in jail?
2: <laughs> hey, you know it ain't clean in jail. Mm. Come on now, you got you, got, you know you know prison is you know, look it up on YouTube. You know, with, <laughs> look it you know, up on I YouTube. Okay. We'll do so, that uh, another time. We'll yeah. do that another time. AI, <laughs> AI. you know, right, dog. No, but you know, prison is prison. You know, you know, you, you got to make sure your area is clean. You talk about you bunking with men, serving life, sixty years, and mm. people funky musty, and you know different things like that. But you know, coincidentally, you know, I did some things with you know ABC News and different things like that. But COVID was big, you know, in Kansas in particular, like. There was guards working on my unit and died from COVID the next day. Oh, shit. Inmates. I'm sorry. The National Guard. No, the National Guard came in and was regularly, like, you know, trying to help the inmates. People were dying. You know, COVID was like, it was a big outbreak out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So,
0: Are you scared for your life?
1: Hell yeah, I mean Yeah, what uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. Niggas is dying yeah. in this motherfucker, <laughs> bruh. Bro. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wake up, I'll be like, who's this be with
1: all these hazmates? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <got> <laughs> imagine waking up in your neighborhood, niggas really fine off the i I'm saying dying, yeah, Bro Like yeah. Yeah. he's in his neighborhood, niggas is dying. Like that's a trip. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not in a different dying. state, man. That's
0: crazy, bro. Bro, niggas is dying. Guards man. too, not just inmates, the guards. Like, guards, guards. Yeah. Now that's a trip. Now that's that's a trip.
2: They telling you to go to bed and waking up dead. <laughs> right. They telling you to go to bed and
0: waking <laughs> up dead. Oh, fuck. Come yeah. on, bro. Nah, so, it's real. It's fucking whoo, real.
2: It's fucking real. So I ended up getting a letter from, you know, my lawyer saying the courts are shut down of COVID and, you know, we got to wait a little bit. And, we you know, we just kind of talking back and forth. And fuck. it was like, all right, I got you a court date to hear everything. Like, they want to see it. I guess the person that testified on you said there was a deal. You not know, end up telling the truth you know, mm. years later, right? So I'm like, cool. He was like, well, you got a court date, you know, ended, and it kept getting moved. And then, uh,
0: fuck, like, we're in motion so much,
2: with the shit that just
0: keeps fucking the, the world. But I'm is not fucking even the... really
2: worried about that. I'm like, man, this clemency for the pop. I got a letter from the warden, I got a letter from the captain, I got Karen Connors from the Karen Bass. I'm mm-hmm. like, I got motion on the, on can the clemency.
1: I, can I do what is clemency?
2: Clemency is when. The state that you're in, a prisoner can ask a governor to reduce the sentence or commute the sentence. Okay. So if you're in there for a crime, the ultimate boss is the governor. Yeah, They're basically skip, you're state. skipping the judge at that point. Yeah, you're going straight. Like, to the top. Like Newsom is the California. Mm-hmm. Laura Kelly is the Kansas. Okay. You know when I'm, you know where I'm going with it, right? Gotcha. Yeah. So you file for it, and you can ask. It's a long shot. People don't really grant clemency, but. You know, if it's unusual circumstances, which I thought cannabis was, you know, yeah. being that it was legal that close. It was illegal in Kansas, but right next door it was you know, illegal and they're the same Two minutes. You know, they're s- interacting crazy, you know right. what I mean? And uh I'm thinking, man, man, if I got a shot, I got a shot at this. You know, I got some crazy support and uh end up getting a court date, you know, end up eventually getting a letter my lawyer end up getting a court date for me to appeal in Zoom. Uh and then I was like we don't want to appear in Zoom, we're just gonna we're just gonna reverse this conviction. Wow. You know, he's right. What day was this? This was, um, wow. Wow. I, I received a letter in August. August? 2022? 21. 21. 21. Yeah, 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 yeah August, right? Yeah, August. And then um, when October came around in the, in the 21, uh, I got let out of prison. You know, October 15th, 2021. You know,
1: so. <sighs> but, you literally did over three years.
2: Yeah, I did three years, eight months. Almost three four years, months. yeah. Yeah, almost four years. Ago.
1: <sighs> bro, you didn't... When yeah, they you nigga.
0: <laughs> <"Hey, you> nigga. <wilding, laughs> hey,
1: <on>. I got <laughs> this. No no care. Care. No no care, I'm happy no you care. home, brother. I'm happy you home, and for Shelly. I, I'm happy I'm home.
2: Yeah. You know, and I think God is, too. That's nah, why I'm for here. sure. But just getting out, and, and the story don't end. You know, just getting out. Uh, just the beginning. Going back yeah, home. No, definitely. And, you know, you know, Getting permission to fly back to see my brothers, it was just crazy. It was a surreal moment. How fast
0: was that, bro? How fast? Like, wait, I'm out? And then, wait, can I, you know, like, when was well, that? You got to go to court first once yeah. you get
2: called to court. And then after that, you know, I was straight to on the plane. And it was just like, I never appreciated life more than anything. You know, getting out, looking at a tree, watching a bird fly, putting on my seatbelt, mm. just able to do what I want to do. I was so institutionalized doing the same routine for so long that, I appreciated just the little things, you know what I mean? And I meant the little things. I really meant the little things. I was mm. just so grateful and super thankful, man, just to be free. And you're talking about my out date with Latest was 2025. I'm still supposed to be. I ain't even supposed to be right here talking to you. all. on for real. So you look at the whole circumstances and situation, man. I felt like it was more for me once I got out. What are you going to do with it? And I was still battling some struggles too, man. Like when I got out, you know, the district attorney still wanted to take me to trial. You know, I, my conviction was reversed.
0: That was my question. But the charge
2: I, still stood
0: because mm, that was my question. It was like you're getting all this press. People don't like that sometimes, right? Like you're you're damn. I know, I know. It, yeah, I know yeah, it helped uh, for you, but for mm. them, it's making them kind of look bad, right? Or it's like a a situation that's like, hold on, I, I don't want this to fucking go this route. You know what I mean? Like even for the inmates in there, like why is Dante getting all this? Fucking treatment,
1: treat you, treat you differently because they see it might work out in your leverage for what yeah. you got going on. No, you know but I mean? the
0: unique
2: thing is I got out through the courts, mm. you know what I mean. So I didn't get you out did through no the government. Cheap route. Yeah, it was, yeah, no cheap route. Mm-hmm. What I did was law, you know what I mean. That's people people go to school for that. Yeah. So that's a different type of stroke on getting home. So yeah. you gotta respect yeah. a That's a, a mouthpiece right there, my somebody, boy. but on um, you know with the with the with the penmanship. Yeah, and, yeah with the education, with the education <laughs> wise. So. You know, you gotta respect and everybody in there was a southern brand, like, man, like, I'm okay. in that law library for a reason. And, you know, you gotta remember people in the law library fighting 60, 70 life sentence. And when they lose, they they try to kill themselves because they know they're not getting home no more.
1: I literally try people to. People would rather
2: die, mm. you know what I mean? Than stay in that motherfucker for real. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: I'm gonna say it. Mean, I, I, I can bring you a lot out of this. I ain't gonna lie. What was um What was it like being in prison? I mean, we spoke about how to get out. What was it like being in prison for you?
2: Yeah, no, nah, just being in prison. You, can't. I mean, I
1: get it. You,
0: you <laughs> what? Yeah. what was nah. it? I? I well, my question is, what? What was it hard to transition out of that into institutional, like being like you're free now, Dante? Like, was that to wake up in, in the morning and be able yeah, to? Yeah, like,
2: yeah, you're right. You hit it on those. Like mentally, I wasn't in it. You know what I mean? Mentally, I was in a place of trying to seek freedom.
1: Yes, sir. You know,
2: and praying and going to get what I pray for. You know, real talk. So it's just being able to turn that switch on and really, you know, being that force to be reckoned with and just kind of seeing. When you see them people hanging themselves, and people were hanging themselves when they lose, it was like, you know, I got to do everything I can to win, you know. And, you know, when you, know, you got that mama mentality, you look at Kobe like, I was consistently in there, you know what I mean? It's not like I was like, oh, I'm inspired today, you know, not inspired tomorrow, I'm inspired this week, not inspired next week. When you consistently be at something, you'll be good at it, you know what I mean? Mm. You'll be good at it. That's like a line approach, you know, a ninja mentality, you know what I mean? So when you lock in on something, you, you got no choice but to be one of the ones, you know what I mean, <laughs> cut from that different cloth, people say. So, yeah. you know, I would just, you know, and like I said, I was still battling, like, when I did get out of prison, you know, the, the DA did want to take me to trial, you know. So when I, during that course of me being free between, you know, October 21 and that following year in 22, you know, I was fighting my case still, you know, because he was like, man, before I give you a misdemeanor, you will go back to jury trial. That's what the DA had told me. Fucker. Whoa. No, he was serious, but, you know, me. that's who he was. You know, in the, in the previous two DAs that was on my case, one got promoted to D.C. and the other one had went to go work for another law firm You know what I mean? So I had got the county prosecutor at the time. But, you know, I don't denounce anything the prosecutor did. I wouldn't be home without Don't forget, I convinced the district attorney to agree to let me out. Right. Mm -hmm. So he did the right thing. right? Because he could have fought it, and I could have still been there. But he was like, man, you're so right Mm -hmm. that before I'm wrong, and I had media there too, but, like, I'm just going to go ahead and disrespect it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I respect him for that because I wouldn't be home if it wasn't out for that prosecutor. But he really wanted to take me to trial. Um, he was putting up a fight for it. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, you know, he ended up getting me a, a deal called felony time, sir. So he's like, all the time you did, just take a felony and go about your day. And I was sitting back, you know, um, and I was talking to Corbin Cooper. Corbin Cooper got pardoned by Donald Trump. Um, uh, you were talking. You were talking to him. I was talking to him once I was free. You know, I was talking to him once I was free. I was still fighting the case. I was like, man, I might just take this plea deal. I don't want to lose my brothers again. I've already been gone. I'm free. I'll just get pro probation. And he was like, yeah, you better take it. Uh, and then, you know, like a day before I, you know, the day before I was supposed to meet with my attorney, I thought to myself, like, you know, I already got this much momentum. I might as well take him to trial again. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, well, I'm just gonna go back to trial and I want to talk to the district attorney, and I want to know why does he want to give me a felony. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and my, you know, my lawyer looked at me and laughed. He was like, man, we got you out of prison, right? You know, I feeling though, right? He was like, we got you out of prison. I ain't getting paid. I only got paid twenty dollars Got to make that fucking clear. <laughs> <laughs> made <that> for <laughs> people listening, <laughs> you know, to the people <laughs> listening. Yeah. Yeah, I drove. I'll be driving 200 miles, so we got you out of prison. We got the deal to get you out of prison, Right. And then you mean to tell me that you don't want to take this feeling time? So I don't even know if I could be a lawyer anymore. Mm. You know, we didn't came this far, and at this time, I don't know if people remember I had met the Last Prisoner Project. You know,
1: shout out to them; they do good work. I've heard about that. Yeah, I've heard about the Last Prisoner Project.
2: Yeah, so I work for them now. You know, I'm on their staff, and uh, great, great. You know, Ivy League lawyers. You know, shout out to our director Sarah. Um, you know, wonderful, fantastic lawyer. You know, uh, yeah. And this I work for yeah. I work for that organization. A uh, ton of t- ton of ambassadors on there, and uh, was able to secure and release for the few people. But I ended up meeting them. They were like, hey, you know, whatever lawyer you need, you know, we'll get it for you. Don't even worry about it. And I was like, no, I'll just stick. You know, I don't want to be spending people's money. I'll, I'm very I'm very kind of mindful on of that. And I was like, I'll just stick with the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, my public defender guy. You know, he's already got me out of prison. Works his hard. Like, he's he's good. Know, right. We don't need anybody else. And but he was like, man, I don't know if I could be a lawyer anymore. You know what I mean? I'm thinking my head, like, well, I can go hire a lawyer, you know, worse came to worse. So I was like, I said, my last ask from you is like, let me talk to the DA. He was like, man, defendants don't usually talk to the DA. And I was like, man, you know, we spoke in court, you know, you know, I just waved to him, whatever. We spoke lightly, but you know, if he agrees to talk to me, let's do it. Yeah. And he was like, Well, after this, you know, I'm pretty much done. And I'm like, cool. So he gets on the phone, he gets me a call, and he gets on the phone, and he says, Mr., you know, Mr. Westman, what do you want? What do you want to happen in this case? And I was like, you know, I need misdemeanors, or I want the case dismissed. He said, Why do you believe that should happen? And I was like, Do you realize where I'm from? Mm. You know, and y'all from the same place. I'm like, Do y'all realize where I'm from? Like, if I go back home with these felonies, I'm gonna live somewhere in the arms. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live in these dedicated areas where it's high crime. Yeah. And I'm going. I'm going back home to get my little brothers. You know, that's serious. So. Mm-hmm. You set me up for failure. Not for myself. It right. ain't about me. It's like who I'm about to what I left behind. You know, I can't get loans and different things like that. So really I'm not free nope. when I got a felony. Mm-hmm. That's not true freedom. You know, and he was like, man, you gave me a lot to think about. Give me a few weeks. You know, my lawyer was like, That went well. You know what? <laughs> he, <told me>, yeah. <laughs> he was like, okay, oh, we can't I well, that, you know, know, He was like, oh, he's like, oh. He calling, he calling, he hang up with me. Call me back, he was like, Dante, that was a DA. He wanna dismiss your case. <sighs> I'm like, You lying? He was like, No, for real. He wanna dismiss it Dismiss the case? Dismiss. He was like, he going for, he gonna he said he gonna file a motion to dismiss the case. Wow. Wow, and I'm like, I just I sat back and thought, like, man, God is good. God mm-hmm. is great. God is great. God I'm is thinking about like And then, you know, that in April of in April of um you know, April 17th of 2022, you know, I ended up, you know, yeah, in, in April, you know, the, uh, uh, April of that year, uh, was it yeah, April of that year, um, you know, I end up getting the case fully dismissed. You know, now I ain't got no criminal record.
1: It's not even on your record,
2: not even on my record. So you know, they got it's called it's called I'm like the uh, 277th exonerated person in America right now. Let's Pla- fucking, clap that up. Come know? on, man. Stop fucking. Up. Come yeah. on, University bro. of Michigan Law School. Hell uh, yeah. Want to research it, man. So God is good, and I ain't supposed to be here. And, and, it's, and more importantly, it's like not I ain't got my grandmother, but I felt like I found my calling. and... Mm. You know, being free, you know, able to, you know, be a cannabis entrepreneur now. And Once I got free, I met. A- you're
0: not just cannabis. You're corporate cannabis. Let's say that Man. you're in a whole nother cannabis. You Man, know what I'm saying? Like-
2: cannabis that, you know, we we in the cannabis that really, you know, really turns it up. You know, and and, and really got a story behind it. Really authentic, and mm-hmm. you know, some of the stuff that I sell in Missouri even goes to. You know, the cannabis prisoners, you know what I mean? Uh. Putting it on a, for debit high, debit phone time, uh. hygiene, you know, different things like that. I sell some weed, I try to put some money on somebody's books because I was one of them. Yep. They ain't supposed to be in prison right now in Missouri when, you know, even though I was locked up in Kansas, I put money on people's books in Kansas, but, you know, that's because everybody in Kansas goes to Missouri to buy marijuana takes it right back over they're doing the same thing i was you know allegedly doing you know you compete yeah but now they going back getting their medicine and it ain't just people young know, people it's army veterans it's aunties it's soccer moms it's, it's, it's a diverse portfolio of people that love that cannabis that's blowing that smoke you know man that's what i'm talking man. about man, that's, what I'm, that smoke. that's what, what I'm talking yeah. about you
0: said you found your calling bro like yeah. what what did you ever picture it To be prison reform And shit like that Like the Nah I believe it just
2: You know being in prison You know you'll meet These repeat offenders You know I was a person With no criminal history But you'll meet these people That are locked up for weed Man serving crazy amount of time man And There was a guy named Kyle Page And I'll, I'll tell the story Just a little bit For the podcast Is I had met this guy He was like my bunkie man He was from New Jersey Fly cat You know ordered cat And we just be chopping it up He was reading a lot of books I was like man What you reading over there G You know I was like Oh I and reading that, so I was just, I'll steal books from him and read them up and chop it up, and I learned this case, he was like, man, I'm in here for some weed, I got caught with like, you know, 60 pounds or something, but I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing some time, I'm like, man, but you ain't been in trouble since you was 18 years old, and he was like, yeah, I was like, man, if I ever get out, we'd be daydreaming, you know, like, you daydream out of the stars, nigga, in prison, daydream. we in minimum camp, too, so like, you stay out a little later, and I said, bro, if I ever get out before you, I'm gonna come get you. You know what I mean I was just talking shit to him You know what I mean But I mean like I mean that Like if I could ever get out he was like for real He's like man If I ever get out I'm gonna come get you So we here we just talking man We daydreaming Kind of like getting out And I ended up getting out um, And you know I kept in contact with him in prison I was like man I'm gonna try to get you out doggy You know what I mean And I end up We ended up writing a Kind of like this parole board I mean a parole board To kind of get some Of this good time back And he was able to see His daughter before it You know, I was able to see her daughter before the holidays and stuff. So able to get some time back for him and did that. And once I seen the smile on his face and, you know, him testify to that, I was like, man, that feel good. You know, go to Missouri, help a guy named Robert Franklin get out, man. Just seeing success of just getting people out. He had like, you know, crazy like 40 years or something, man. We ended up getting him out in 12 years. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like picking a case, you know, learning about the family and figuring out creative ways we can get people out through the legislature, or, you know, through legal, you know, through courts and reuniting them with their family because if anybody deserves a time reduction, it's just people that's locked up for that weed. Oof. You know, so that just drives me into a zone to where it's like, you know, being around all these lawyers, and these lawyers kind of respected what I kind of did. I'm like, man, let's team up like the Avengers. They got to respect it, bro. Let's, you I'm, learned it yourself. And I'm like, shit, let's turn into the Avengers and get all these people out. You all right. with it? And they was like, man, you with it? So, you know, I got great, I got a great role next to attorneys, man. And they taught me so much stuff, but they really passionate about getting people out of prison, especially for weed. Because it's like, wow. man, if I can get someone out and give them their freedom, yeah. then I'm giving them their ultimate gift. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're freeing them from slavery. Oh, acts. my God. to they real, in there. Powerful bro. stuff, you know No, what it's mean? very
0: powerful, powerful stuff, bro. Like God said, is good. It's great, bro. And it's been a minute since I've been in your presence. I feel the growth in you, bro. I know you've been through some yeah. shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm proud of you, bro. For no, real. I'm very proud of you. No, man, we're from the nine, man. We're from the nine. I'm proud of y'all. Like,
2: you know, we got to come do this. We got to come together and talk about this stuff mm-hmm. because your platform definitely is you know, they gonna know somebody that's locked up and do different things like that. So, like, yeah, the more we can shed it, the more we can inspire. You know, I might not spark a change. when you say? I might not be the light that sparked the change, but you know, I might spark someone else's change to spark the big change. You know what I mean? Okay, to Raja <laughs> yeah, Okay, you know Pac. Po- okay. Yeah. okay. Come on. Shit, I'm
1: not gonna hey, lie to you, just to humbly say, you know what I'm saying? From brother to brother, you know what I'm saying? Black man to black man, bro, yeah. Given your extensive uh, story on what you've gone through, that's something that I pull from a lot. Because like I've never been depressing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But to the uh uh the, the value, you know what I'm saying? Not the value, to the uh extent that you actually put a value on like your worth is your freedom is worth something. Mm-hmm. A lot of people value money, a lot of people value materialistic things, a lot of people yeah. value not freedom, you understand me? Yeah. Dealing with an individual like you this whole entire session for the last right at this moment, hour, 15 minutes, yeah. I really want to say humbly, is it kept you being younger than me, I look up to the words that you said on this platform today. Because for me as an adult at going on 30 years old some point in time this year you said a lot of shit today that i never even heard from adults That's six you know what i'm saying my da- my dad nigga
2: real shit so i want to
1: say shit. to you is like your prison reform for i like to say lack of words cuz meek mill me be doing the same shit but meek mill me be preaching a whole different agenda <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: for you nigga the the positive agenda that you pushing with this shit please please keep doing it Cause there's gonna be so many people, and I might be one of them. Cause I smoke hella cannabis. Cannabis
0: You feel me? Keep doing That's your not thing. Say you're one of them, though. It's not. Nah, <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, I'm in Cali though. I don't. I mean, but I just want to say, bro, it helps me being an older individual. Like you, you spoke something to me, 110. percent So I just want to say, just keep doing what you're doing, and keep being that heartfelt individual that actually cares. Mm. Mm-hmm. Especially with you, with your brothers. Pass that shit on to other individuals that you don't share the same bloodline with, and mm. you do because you reach back, you know what I'm saying? You do do that, but just keep doing that. That's all I wanted to say, bro.
2: Oh, man, I appreciate you, G, for real, man. Y'all, super thankful, man, to be man. here with y'all, man. You're right, like, I'm just, I'm just thankful, man. I just, I'm just, God, for oh, you real, can do really God, good. like, man, I'd be like, man, when you go to sleep at night, I think everybody should do this. When you go to sleep at night, make sure you've done everything in that day. Mm. You know what I mean? Everything you did in the day, do everything you can that day. Just get better, like, and I feel like I want to keep, you know, one one thing I can say I miss about like, like that structure of just like like did I read enough? Mm-hmm. Did I walk enough? You know what
0: I mean? And that's the thing that they can't go unnoticed either. Like God, hundred percent the the really. main structure, but the work you put in bro. the work you gotta you put fucking work in.
2: You gotta pray and go get what you pray for. Yes. You can't, you can't just, just.
0: God's not gonna give it to you. Please help me. Yeah. And
2: don't do the work like you have to do the work, and you will get Agreed. rewarded. You, you know? will and. I'm just thankful, man, and. We gonna we gonna keep going. Man, like we're from the nine, bro. We out. Of we're nigga. That's hey, nine, bro. legends. <laughs> we talk about? hey, Before we go, we gotta talk about some some legends coming out this city. There man. is right you now. You said bro. one on
1: this podcast. Shout out Brandon Cooks. Man, yeah. yeah.
2: shout out B Cooks, man. Mm-hmm. Legend, man. Hundred million dollar man, man. Really out the trenches though. I remember we he on the Cowboys now, so he I'm a Cowboy. You know I'm man. happy. You feel me? I'm a Big. Cowboy fan, so I'm Big, ready, man. But he's really from the bottom. Yeah, you know what I mean. Really from the trenches. Put the work in. Yeah, he put the work in. He's really he's really one of the ones. You know what I mean. From a different cloth, worked hard and got mm-hmm. what he prayed for, man. And I got nothing for love for me. I love that dude, man. That's my brother, man. Every time I called him in prison, he picked up, man. So that's lit. Shout out to him, man, for real.
1: Name drop a few if you want to, though. Shout out Jason Lee, too, though.
2: Yeah, but. shout out Jason Lee, man. Jason Lee, man, is a legend, man. My family, you know, real, real good, real good dude. Real, I and mean, look, I seen him built that brand, man. Now it's a, 50 million dollar company man you just mm-hmm. seeing people Just win You know Look at all these people In the city man You got Nate Diaz, You got Lil' Florence You yeah, got like you, you got a lot man. of them, You man. got bro. a lot of it, man. Yep. You got a host of people yep. man You got all these Rap groups coming out man So Man, shout out to all those guys, man, and, and this is a blessing, man. Just to see everybody thrive from the city, man. Future's man. bright, bro. Future's, Future's bright, bright, man. And so much to think, man. We bring this yeah,
1: shit. That's fact. Oh, that's fact. That's fact. Oh, fact. That's a fact. That's we a fact. Shout, shout out, to Lil Ron Leak, here in L.A.,
2: right? <laughs> <there>. <laughs> hey,
1: man. I'm hey, on shout man. out to Leak. No, okay. yeah. Leak, we need you on the other side of this episode, hey, man. Yeah, no, Come on, we're gonna get Leak on here soon,
0: bro. No cap. Yeah, yeah, bro. Dante, we appreciate you for pulling up, bro. We didn't even got bro. For real, for real. Thank you, thank you again for letting the spreading your testimony. Get to tell somebody, man. Keep spreading that joy, bro. Cause you over here are shining for real, for real.
2: Most definitely, most definitely. Blowing smoke podcast. Dante West. We up out of here, man. Come we on, we gotta here, do the baby. sign out. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. We gotta do the proper oh, sign yeah. out. Y'all you know,
1: right. right. already, uh. already know it's your boy JG. Yeah. Y'all you
0: already know it's Jay Jones in this motherfucker. Sign yeah.
2: Up. Yeah. already know Dante West, man. Revolt TV. We up out of here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to the moon, cause you already know it's blowing smoke. Yo.